Um, so it's our coach's corner for episode one. Technically, like, coaching with a purpose, like, episode, I don't know, what, 34, I think. Um, I figured out the problem last time, or yesterday, when I tried to do the volleyball one. Um, no one could hear us. So that got fixed. Um, but our topic for today is kind of like an intro for what our like pet peeves are, what our coaching styles are, and what we kind of are working towards with the facility, like our end goal. So anybody can start. doesn't matter. I'll let y'all go first. All right, Matt, you're up. <laughs> you said you're up. All right, so I'm Matt. I'm the nutritionist at the gym. Um, just so you know, if you guys join classes, our prices include full access to me. Um, I'll set up your macros. I can write out your meal plan. I can even make it as easy as what to eat at every meal, specific ounces, cups, weights, everything for you. Um, if you're a member at the gym, you know, you have access to me as well. It's just going to be a different chart. If you do classes, it's going to be included in your class price. Um, but as far as nutrition goes, we'll sit down. We'll set up a meeting. I'll get all the information I need, and I'll set up your macros and get you rolling. Um, my goal as a is just to help you reach your goals the best way possible and as fast as possible. So if you have a goal you want to reach by Christmas, let's sit down, let's get going, and then we'll get up your macros and get that set for that date. Um, for me, um, I'm going to start with a couple of my goals and say, like, my, my biggest goal is just helping people in general. Um, I got into coaching, one, because I was overweight and um, I know I needed to change that. So I um, started doing the things I needed to do, like doing programming. Uh, Matt actually helps me with my nutrition. Santron actually helps me with my programming. Um, so I made sure I got into um, a point where I started losing weight myself and becoming a better, more fit me. And I got into coaching because I wanted to help others do that as well. Um, and I already have helped like people lose weight. Um, I've helped people that wanted to gain weight, gain muscle. Um, I don't care what the goal is. I want to help people accomplish whatever their personal goal is. Um, and so my dad also like had heart disease and I know a lot of people that has like different diseases and stuff, um, can be helped through their fitness. Um, so that also had a little influence on me picking, um, the coaching industry and I also played sports. So I'm also the basketball specialist. Um, so I want to help kids get to a level of, um, sports that, you know, maybe, uh, I couldn't reach. Like I never actually played on the professional level. I want to try and help kids get to that level. Um, so those are just some of the reasons that I actually got into coaching, but, um, just to talk about a couple of the pet peeves that I have when it comes to coaching. I'm, I mainly have most of these problems with kids more than I have with adults. Cause usually adults come to the gym. They've already sold themselves on. They're going to do it. They want to work in that kind of stuff. Well, kids, sometimes, you know, they come to the gym and it's like, they want to do it, but they halfway don't want to do it. Some of them, their parents might be trying to make them do it. Like trying to get a kid to work. One thing I tell my kids all the time is I don't coach effort. Um, 
I can coach you on technique. I can coach you on form. I can coach you on a lot of stuff. I can I can help push you and trying to motivate you, but I'm not going to sit here and try and make you do something that you don't want to do. Um, so that is probably my biggest uh, pet peeve is laziness. Don't come in the gym all lazy and drogging with a bad attitude, trying to bring everybody else in the gym down. Because um, when you come in the gym, I'm, I'm going to be full of energy. I promise you that. Like, that's just who I am. I, I, I mean, just us as a staff, we bring a lot of energy. It's a lot of energy in that gym constantly. So don't walk with the cloud over your head. Don't be walking in the gym, bringing, sucking all the energy out of the gym because I ain't got time. I'll tell you to go home. Um, but that's just me personally. Those are a couple of my goals and probably my biggest pet peeve is just laziness. My turn? Yeah. All right. So, um, Coach Stanley, San Juan Stanley. So, um, I got into coaching. Um, if, even if you haven't seen any of the other po- uh, podcasts, I kind of make this a little small synopsis. Uh, so, I got into coaching after playing collegiate football. Um trying to figure out something to do with my life because it was already, I already knew I wasn't going to the NFL, but I figured there may be a chance that I could do actually coaching on the field or something like that. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> I'm using Sierra's uh, laptop and her mom called her. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right. So, so, um, uh, I don't even know where I was at. All right. So, yeah, I got into coaching uh, because I was playing collegiate <laughs> football, uh, got done playing, uh, went into coaching on the field. And I actually thought I was going to continue to coach on the field. Um, but the staff that I was under got all got let go, you know, except for a couple coaches. So then I went to the weight room, you know, because I love being in the weight room. I uh, just loved how it made you feel empowered. And it made you feel like you was the beast on the field that you need to be. Um, so I got into my head, you know, similar to like Lester, like, okay, I didn't make it, but who, who helps the athletes try to make it, you know, who, who tries to give the athletes that extra advantage. So I was like, you know what, that maybe that's the next role that I need to take. So I got into strength conditioning, got underneath that staff when it was under uh, coach stoner uh, that had came from a zoo. And now he's at Stephen F Austin now. But uh, I was like, all right, you know, I learned a lot of things. Learn that, you know, strength condition is more than just lifting weights, more than just sets and reps. It's, it's a whole science uh, behind it. There's, uh, there's an amount of work that you need to do all season, amount of work that you do in season, amount of work that you do postseason, because a lot of people don't think about that. They just think, you know, we're just going to go work out. And then if they throw up, perfect, great day, <laughs> you know, but there's more to it. Um, and then I went off to Georgia Southern. Uh, became a grad assistant there, even learned even more how to coach, more how to develop my own philosophy rather than copy and pasting. Because, I mean, like, if you really think about when you first start out coaching, I mean, it's a, it's a lot of copy and pasting because you don't want to mess up, but you already know something that works. So you're just going to, you know, like, this work with this coach, so, and he's been doing it for 20-plus years, so I'm just going to follow. But things change. Athletes change. Sizes changes. The speed of get, of the games change. So you have to, like, change with the times. And you just have to build your own philosophy. So I did that, you know, went private. Uh, now, you know, was at Myrtle Beach High Performance Center, now Next Level Fit. So, um, you know, I am i don't like to use the CEO title. I feel like there's extra crap that comes with that. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to make it feel so businessy. Uh, but I am the director of performance, uh, you know, and all these guys here are my assistants. 
um, in different ways as far as, you know, you got a volleyball performance with Ant, uh, Lester, basketball performance, like you said, and then you got Matt with nutrition. Um, so we got we got everybody that's an assistant. And, you know, we made a great team of coaches here at Next Level Fit, uh, you know, just kind of cover all the areas. Um, and then, you know, handling, you know, regular general population clients has really opened up my eyes a lot because like Lester was saying, like people that come to you, they have it in their mindset that they want to do this. They want to get better. So it makes you, you know, pull out 110, 120, you know, whatever percent because they're coming to you. They're paying money for you to make them better. So like you have to come with it every time. Uh, so general population people are always great. They 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 come with a reason. You got athletes, you know, like you said, we, uh, you know, you can't coach effort. But like the biggest thing is, like we said before, we got into this coaching for a reason. We got into this coaching uh, gig because we wanted to help athletes or we wanted to help other people reach their goals. And this, that's what it's all about. It's all about reaching their goals. Um, and then not just only reaching their goals, because this is a lifestyle that we're trying to teach. So you you reach the goals. And then you're like, all right, let's reset, set new ones, and then go towards uh, hitting those next goals. Because, I mean, unless you know exactly when you're going to pass away, like, these goals should be, like, endless. Like, you constantly, like, trying to reach a new one over and over. Uh, and pet peeves, I mean, I may have a lot of them, honestly. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> I kind of think – but, like, the, the biggest thing to me when it comes to this type of stuff, because I know a lot of people – a lot of it is, is a lot of educating people on what we do because uh, uh, strength conditioning has a bad, a bad cloud around it a little bit because people abuse the term of strength conditioning. Um, they don't really know exactly what it is. So it's, a, it's constantly about teaching people what we do. But my pet peeve of it is when I'm trying to explain it to somebody what I do for our gym and stuff. And they cut me off and be like, oh, so it's like CrossFit. No, there's a reason why there's two different names. Like if it was CrossFit, we would call it CrossFit, but we call it strength conditioning. And that's not a hit at CrossFit at all. Uh, it's just, you know, what, what one of my pet peeves are. Like a CrossFit coach doesn't want somebody going up to them and be like, hey, do you have boot camps? Like it's not all the same. <laughs> <laughs> it's not all the same. You know, it's, it's, it's you don't go to the ear doctor looking for your foot. You know, like it's you, you got certain different things that you got to do. So. It's just, you know, my pet peeve is like just educating people on what we do and making sure they actually understand and believe and then grow within what we're trying to trying to do. It just, you know, just making sure people know exactly how to say things right. Uh, and then, you know, and within that, you know, bringing the effort that they need to bring uh, to it. Like if they're not putting the effort in, if I'm giving you 110 percent effort and you're giving me 50, well, I'm, now I'm drained at the end of the day. Because you did absolutely nothing, and I'm sitting there pouring, 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 pouring in you. And honestly, Ant may be the only person I've actually seen like tell somebody, "Don't come back." Like, first and only time I've ever done that. And when, and when that happened, I was like, "Wait, like you mean like don't come back today?" Or like, that was just kind of how it is for me, like because. Like at our current gym, no, I haven't told someone not to come back, but I have told people before, like, nah, I can't. I mean, there's nothing I can do with you. You're not giving me enough effort. Like, what is the point in you being here? But just to kind of go on the um, 
like you said, education topic. One one thing that also bothers me a little bit is when someone comes in and they're like, well, I know how to do this and I know how to do that and I know how to do this. Well, why are you here? Um, if you knew what you was doing, you wouldn't be here. Um, you came to us for a reason. Like, don't come in here because you know everything. Otherwise, you would be the coach. So yeah. that's just another thing. When it comes to the education part of it, trying to educate people as well, just to even just let them understand, like, okay, you got to come in here with an open mind. Um, because where we're telling we do strength and conditioning, we do strength in ways that you didn't think you could do strength. We do conditioning in ways that you didn't think you could do conditioning. Like you got to come in open-minded in order to get any benefit from what we're trying to do. And we also have to tell people too, and I, and I hate to say it this way, but it, it just is what it is. Everything that we do in-house is not for everybody. Yeah. And it, it's not for everybody. And, and I will, I mean, we can service everybody but what we sell is not for everybody you know uh and and that's only going to come from the person that's not going to come out of my mouth i'm not going to be sitting there in class and be like well you know man you know you just go ahead and just hang it up this ain't just for you like that's that's more like doing like tryouts type deal but like hey you know hey man you tried uh go ahead and clean out your locker you're done <laughs> but uh but like we we try we we do we have different levels of what we do. We have a level one, which I mean, we break it completely down. I mean, this, this, it helps everybody, but I also know there's people, I talk to a lot of, especially females. I talk to a lot of females all the time. They're like, Oh, I don't want to lift weights because I'm going to get bulky. Are you sure? Have you ever tried? Like, how do you know you're going to get bulky? If you ever actually done a journey of actually lifting weights and actually got bulky, there was probably, you know, a couple different reasons why the certain type of way you was training, or what you was eating. Not necessary. You can't always blame the weights because the weights ain't going to do but so much. Right. It's everything else that all comes to it. I mean, like, you, you, I mean, like when we talk about it all the time, especially with Matt, like to get to the goals as far as like a fitness type goal, 90% of it is going to come from your diet. So if you think lifting weights is going to make you bulky, then that's only 10%, which means what else are you doing that other 90% to get there? Right. Well, the same thing is like they say, as are made in the kitchen. I mean, yeah. everybody wants certain things. That's why it's funny because, you know, we, I think as, as a facility, we deal with a lot more females, obviously, than we do males, especially with males volleyball. Huh? I said because males think they know everything. Yeah, that too. Um, but, but, you know, until we get to, like, Thursday night, you know, shenanigans again. <laughs> I'm, about to, I'm about to start joining y'all on Thursday night shenanigans. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it is one of those things where it's kind of like, you know, we like, to, we like to teach. We like to teach in that setting. Mm -hmm. And you get to show them something that, oh, no, it's not possible. It's not possible. And then whatever that gear clicks. And they're like, you know, oh, I can really do this. And I think the funniest thing is I've shown you guys is one of my former, I can't say former, she still is, um, at college now. It is taking it upon herself to make every male in there that shows off in the weight room uh, to not do it. <laughs> so if someone's standing there curling 30s and she goes, all right, I'll grab a 35, sure. You know, and, oh, you have bad technique. Sure, I'll squat a hundred pounds heavier than you can right in front of you. You know, that's that's like you know, you create a monster. But it's 
I still think it's funny to see the confidence it brings. That you like that person usually, you know, when you see them at the very start, very old will say in the later Millies, they're very shy. You know, maybe they're very shy outside, they're introverted. Now you get a year, two years, two and a half years, and they're now okay, well, let me show you I can do this. You know, mm-hmm. the whole mindset changes. And I know now we're getting a lot younger demographic with our athletic performance. And they're starting to be a lot more vocal than they used to be. Because I know when I've got my group in here and there, it gets so loud with a few of them. Yeah. Kind of just take over the energy. And then we don't have to do anything. We can just say, okay, do this. Uh, do that. Yeah, sure. We're done. You know, it's so much easier. And then between all four of us, we're standing there joking and whatnot, yelling at each other, throwing things at each other, obviously within reason. We're not like you know, <laughs> throwing, throwing five pound plates like frisbees, you know. Like, you throwing stuff at each other. <laughs> you see, you see, that's the part you're missing. You're missing out on these. <laughs> um, I'm talking like volleyballs and basketballs, and I'm not. I'm not saying we're 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 hucking, you know, Playing medicine balls. balls at people. Just just know, Ant loves PVC pipes. Hey now, <laughs> I've heard. <laughs> okay, all right, Lester. Uh, I've never seen I've never seen a man of your stature scared so fast. <laughs> man, uh, you know, yeah, I've heard about that story. I mean, it's funny. Uh, I know people that are watching this have no idea what we're laughing about. <laughs> but let's just say it, it wasn't fun for Ant uh, and the PVC pipe. Yeah, and it's not as bad as it might sound either. No, yeah. <laughs> that was not bad. Trying to clear, the, trying to clear the air there. And, uh, it it wasn't that bad. I didn't bad. have to talk about it. Nobody even knew what you were talking about. You're just adding dirt to it. <laughs> yeah, but no, just to kind of piggyback off what Ant was talking about and seeing the confidence that it builds, I just love like watching. One, let's just go with the kids. Some of the kids I train, like watching them go from being shy on like since I specialize in basketball on the basketball court. Um, yeah, to like they're out there and they're kind of just running up and down the court, really just running suicides because they're not touching the ball. They're not really they're trying to play defense, but they don't know what they're doing. So they're out there. You can hear maybe a little trash talk going on. And you're like, is that you ain't talking trash? Is you're like, where did that confidence come from? Like and it's just and just to see them doing things that you've taught them is really kind of another thing that motivates me to push myself to make sure I'm putting the best thing out there for them. And mm-hmm. even for like someone this like general population is just coming in trying to lose that weight or build that muscle, whatever they're trying to do. And it's that relationship that I can build with them for one, because I've been there. Like I've, I've been 360 pounds and now I'm down to 275. Like I've, I'm at that point. Where I still love to eat to this day. So if someone come tell me like, well, I really just like sweets. Well, you know what? Me too. Um, I can't stop eating the peanut butter. Well, guess what? I eat peanut butter every day. Um, like it's certain stuff that people come try and tell me and they're like, I've had pretty much every excuse that you can have. Um, I don't have time. Well, guess what? You know how many hours a day I work? I work just as many as you, I promise. Um, (laughs) like, but then, yeah, if not more, but then to see them finally come in and give themselves a chance and they come in and they start doing stuff that they never thought they could do. It's just, and then you can see the confidence in them and it's growing. It's like, oh, I wish I'd have done this sooner. And then they start getting happy with themselves. And just having that kind of motivates me as well. 
and like, it's all about everything together with everybody. Um, we're all here to help you, no matter what your goals are, no matter what you want to achieve. Lose weight, gain weight, build muscle, be better at basketball, be better at volleyball, get nutrition on point. If there's anything we can do as a staff to help you, we're here every day to help you out. And like I said, every coach on here, that's all we want to do is help you reach your goals. Mm -hmm. And if y'all think we're in this for the cash or just because <laughs> you guys have lost. <laughs> there was one thing that I was told a long time ago when I went into coaching. It was like, <laughs> you're going into coaching. You're not going into coaching for the money. Yep. Some people, some people make it out and make the, you know, the half a million dollar contract, whatever, what have you. But like, of course, yes, you wanna you wanna be able to be financially to live. Yeah, you're but right. But this is this is not we with what we do is yeah, it's about right. giving back to the community, giving yeah. back to the people, pouring into the people that you're willing to help, going the extra mile because then they will go the extra mile for you because you never know when you're gonna get that break. You never know. Like if you're constantly um yeah, every once in a while, like you hate to do it. But, you know, in the long run, it's going to be something that's going to be better. You like like this person needs help with this. So you got to like give a little to get a little, you know, type deal. So it, it's just you just have to know, like you're going into coaching and you're going to you got to love. You got to love what you do. Just love what you do. You got the heart for it. You got to want to help people. That's one yeah. thing that I love about this group of coaches as well is the heart that we do have and the how much we do care about the people that we are training. Yeah. I mean, even even with each other, like there's nothing too serious. I mean, yeah. we're we're serious when we're talking to each other, and even then, we're not serious. Yeah. Uh, like I think the only time we've actually been straight up serious is like, all right, we gotta open tomorrow. We gotta do this. We gotta do this, and then that's it. It yeah. lasts yeah. all of like thirty seconds, and we we'll never see it again. Quick and uh, easy. Like, this is what we gotta do. Let's get it done. Now let's joke around. That's <laughs> <laughs> usually have that task list and be like, all right. We got a timeline. Can we get it done? Let's just always say yes. <laughs> Be done. And then music comes on, and th that all goes out the window. Oh yeah, I start mm -hmm. dancing, and then you know, I go. <laughs> which, by the way, they said they do not want Matt to replace Lester with dancing. Good. <laughs> I, I don't blame him. <laughs> Like I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know if if y'all heard what Hurdy said the other day, but like I was like over hey, there by all out my chair. That was funny. That was, was funny. My chair. I didn't hear it. So Hurdy was doing her step ups, and I was there dancing, just trying to you know, uh -huh. you know, Hurdy's got to keep her going, keep her uh -huh. smiling. And she looks at Santa, and she goes, "I'm over here watching the budget version of Magic Mike over here." <laughs> <laughs> So this egg her on, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. That's what happens when you order Magic Mike off a of wish. And then it was like, it was, it was over. It was over. Oh my god. Oh man. Pretty funny though. Oh yeah. Pretty funny. But, but yeah, that's that another thing though, man. Like all the people we have come in, they joke. Yeah. And you, yeah. Like, and you automatically, the moment they come in, you know the ones that will joke with you and the ones that won't which is good too because we there's a i think there's a fine line and a good amount of respect from us to them that we understand that right off the bat 
Yeah, and the, the, that's the thing that I think kind of reflects on us as coaches. Like, it, if someone new walks in our gym, they see the joy and they see the happiness that everybody else in that gym is having. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a reflection of us because of the joy that we have while we're coaching. Like, we act a certain way, so our clients act that way as well. And when somebody else walks in the gym for the first time, they're like, wow, I really want to be a part of this because it is so much joy and happiness and giggling and playing around but at the same time while you're doing all of that giggling and playing around work is getting done Mm -hmm. like people are putting in the work and putting out the effort that they need to get the results that they want because i mean i know a lot of people may think that oh when i go to the gym i got to be super laser focused and if that's the kind of person you is fine come in you you focus on what you got to do and you get it done however you got to do it but just the energy we bring and the atmosphere we're trying to build, you know, we want people to feel like they're at home while they're at the gym. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I want a big happy family. Like we, and and that's what I want to keep it. Uh, or we, I should say, we, we want to keep it. Everybody, everybody's happy. Everybody's, you know, reaching their goals. And it's just a, it doesn't feel like a chore. Yeah. You have to compromise a few things as far as what you eat, or how you train, but it's not a chore. You know that it's going to be a great result whenever you actually meet that uh, that goal. Yeah, I know we have a lot of those people that come in and they're either they've already they've worked from like six or seven in the morning until like four in the afternoon or something, and they come in at like five or five thirty. Or you have some of the like our high school athletes that come in. You know they've been up since six, and we understand mm-hmm. that. And you know we're kind of like, look, we're we're mentally on the same level you are right now, like. Uh-huh. With like our fuel, more or less, like we're kind of teetering on E, and we're like, look, we get it. We're just trying to run on fumes and pour everything out just as much as you are. What a lot of people don't understand is like us as coaches, and I mean most coaches are like this. Is we all got other jobs as well, like outside of the gym, we all work an additional job because, like we just said, we don't make a whole lot of money just at the gym. So we do that. So we understand when you come in and you're tired one day. Like, we understand all that because, trust me, more days than not, we're tired too. We just try not to show it. <laughs> so Take a bang and keep moving. Hey, that's it. That's it. Take your bang. Take, take your uh, energy drink or whatever you need to do. You take your pre-workout or you need to turn on your music, put in your headphones, whatever it is you need to do. You just got to do it, keep it moving, and push forward. Yeah, I know. And I know we've, we've thrown around the idea of wanting to become like a smaller IMG before. Mm-hmm. And I think we're a lot farther than we realized we would be this fast, which yeah. I think was big. And it's funny. I was, when I talked, I wasn't even doing anything. I just talked about it. And I think I went on my phone to like do something and it says IMG Academy. Da, 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 as an ad, and I went, all right, no, uh-uh, no, you're listening. Yeah. I don't like that. Listening to you. But, you know, we, I think we are so unique with that, that we offer what we offer in such a confined space, but yeah. it's not as small as it seems when you walk in. Like, when you say, oh, we have, you know, a basketball hoop, we have volleyball court, we've got five racks, we have Olympic weightlifting, we have classes that are human performance based we have open gym you know we're looking to expand as well and people go oh that's gotta be huge no we're just really good with space management that's really it man time management you know that's 
Uh, we always talk about all the time, like, all right, what do you, what time do you have this? What time do you have that? That way, I mean, like, not so much of that we're like on top of each other, but like it's giving everybody enough space to get what they need to get done. Because we do know, like, especially, you know, Monday through Thursday, 4.30 to about 7 o'clock is going to be a packed full house. Yeah. So it's just it's just organizing, making sure, of like, all right, this group at least has two racks. This group has two racks. Then we got one left open. Uh-huh. Or, you know, or whatever. So this is all about just time management, space management. And I mean, that's a lot, a lot of the conversations me and Ant have. Like, we look at each other. All right, what you got this week? I got this and this. Okay, I got this and this. That works out perfect. Okay, so I can do X, Y, and Z during this time. You can do it during this time. And we good. Mm-hmm. So we, we do that quite often just to make sure we're not, like, button heads as far as the space we do got. Yeah. So I think we that's do a great job. We'll be adding in, adding in baseball real soon, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I know, but I think that's that's also unique too. It's because we're all we're all willing to be adults, and that sounds so simple, and that sounds such an easy phrase. But there's so many people that can't do that. Can't do it. Like, hey, what are you doing? Um, uh, can you stay? Like you're already here. You know, are you planning on staying? Yeah. What's up? I need to leave. Can you close? We're like, yeah, sure, not a big deal. You know, uh-huh. it's, it's little things like that, and then being able to compromise and move in certain directions that I don't think any of us really have had in a lot of previous places, like a hundred percent like we have now. Yeah. There's, there's yeah. so much transparency and yeah. it's just so much easier. Like, Oh, and I'm going to tell you this. I, I'm going to jump off topic for a second, but we finally busted the, the, the hanging great off of that. Oh, lead. Got it? oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we busted it today. <laughs> Okay. Like, I was working at that for like a good solid thirty minutes, just trying it, it to get took, it. It took one serve from the clinic today, and it was it wasn't even the older kids; it was the younger kids. I did all the work; they just had to knock it the right way. Uh huh. <laughs> I think that's one. Of the, what's one of the weird things is like we're all adults, but we understand how to enjoy what we have, rather yeah. than making it like you said. You know, taking the whole idea of the CEO out of it and just saying, you know. We own this facility, we're running this facility, um, and we're doing what we need to do to get farther forward. Yeah, because the biggest thing with me is, you know, um, certain things happen with certain different places that I've been. uh, But I remember a lot. I'm trying to go back to running the show as far as how it was ran college wise. And that's what's been helping us out a lot, because it's not I don't always want to make it feel like. Yes, I'm in charge. Yes, I'm doing this. Yes, and even though, you know, yes, I have to take that role as far as making sure everything, everybody understands everything that's going on and blah, blah, blah. But the biggest thing is trying to make sure that everybody is succeeding in the ways that y'all uh, that we all need to succeed. We all came into this place to succeed. So let's, you know, keep it in mind, how are we going to succeed? You know, if, even if it's, you know, sometimes it's having those hard conversations, sometimes it's, looking at numbers because at the end of the day numbers is always what's going to tell us like if we're doing what we need to be doing or not so it's but the biggest thing is making sure everybody succeeds and making sure everybody meshes and works well and not just us but even our clients like making sure our clients aren't don't feel like volleyball feels like when they come in they can only talk to each other or uh you know or basketball only talk to each other or you know people that only want to come in for consultation for nutrition only talk to, you know, only talk to Matt. Like I wanted to, you know, everybody comes in and talks. Like I try to mess around with the volleyball um, girls when they come in 
you know, if I laugh at whatever they do, if they, you know, some of them are a little clumsy. So, you know, it, it's, 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 you just find things to pick at them about. Or like say basketball, we're like, nah, you can't believe you missed that layup. But even though I know I'm probably gonna miss it too, you know. <laughs> but, but you know, you it's that put a hole in the wall. Yeah, <laughs> or, or that too. Yeah, I, I found that out like one morning. I was like, what is that? <laughs> but like, it's it's just uh, you know, there's been we've we've been doing this for a while, and uh, and even at the old place, I felt like a lot of times people were scared or they felt like they were confined in one little spot and that's all they could do. And they couldn't move from that one spot until they were done with their time with that coach or whoever was coaching them. So it's just, you know, making sure everybody feels comfortable when they come in and they can, because a lot of these kids are going to see each other at school, Uh you know, between the volleyball girls that you coach, possibly the basketball kids that you'll eventually get as well. And then like, I got, like I said, I'm going to start bringing in baseball and football and stuff like that. So these kids are going to see each other throughout the day, depending on what high school they go to or, you know, where they hang out. You know, Sonic was our place without in high school. I don't know what they do now. Um, <laughs> but, like, they're going to see Sonic. <laughs> hey, Tuesday was, like, $5 burger day. Um, <laughs> I still remember that. That's funny. Um, but, like, uh, it just, it, you know, just trying to make uh, a happy family type of thing. Yeah. Everybody feels like it's a family affair type deal. That was one thing that I never really paid attention to until you just brought it up is how well, like, the different groups of people in there do communicate. Yeah. Um, again, like I said, I think that's a reflection of us because we communicate so well. Like, they see us in the middle of training sessions. We're still talking to each other, still, like, making sure they're doing what they need to be doing, but making sure we're doing what we need to be doing at the same time. Like I said, me and Aunt, you know, have our conversation of timing. Me and Santuan's had our conversations of, like, stuff that we need to do at the gym. Matt, it actually listens to me all the time. Like, I, know, I understand he's the nutritionist, but there's times where I, like, have you thought about doing it this way or uh, what do you think about this? And he'll take that into consideration. Sometimes it's a God awful idea and he'll tell me that, but there's other times <laughs> that he'll be like, this is actually a good idea. So I think like Aunt said, we do a good job at being adults. Yeah. That's, that's the biggest thing too. Like I, I always want people to be like, Hey, like, like I know there's a lot of times I think of stuff, I write it down and then I wait to tell y'all later. And then I'm waiting to see what y'all facial expressions are. I'm like, mm, that's enough, y'all. Or, or like, whatever. <laughs> you know, I, I wait on that because, like I said, like, am I the CEO? Sure, whatever. But what is that? That don't give me no raise. I don't care about that. Like, <laughs> like I want to, like, I want to know what's going to help us all because I can't do it by myself. Yeah, like one other thing, like when Ann has his volleyball girls or Lush's guys basketball, you got your weightlifting guys or powerlifting guys. Everybody if you have like downtime or even if you're in the middle of training somebody, if someone asks for help, another coach, the, the coaches all just work together and just flip flop and go back and forth. Oh, watch this. Hey, serve this real quick. I had to play basketball at him and his guys the other day. I don't play basketball. I'm yeah. absolutely horrible, <laughs> but it's okay. Cause it made that kid like, Oh, you're really good. <laughs> uh-huh. it, it, it just, the, like like you said, we work together to make sure people are getting the best coaching possible. And yeah. I, as a staff, I think we do a really good job of that. Absolutely. And I know it's funny. It's funny that, you know, because I'm, I'm watching the people that are, like, joining and stuff. <clears throat> and I know a lot of them have met all of us. But for those that do listen to this and those that don't personally know us or haven't been in the facility, it is – and this is more for, like, the beginning – We'll say athletes or the younger professionals 
it does sound weird to have four professionals or just any number of professionals in a building under one roof working in a dynamic like we have. It mm-hmm. sounds extremely odd, like it's not possible. Yeah, that's what you're testosterone. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that's why I said, like, I want to get back. Like, I had to think back to the college system because depending on what, like, and it wasn't necessarily that way at Coastal when I was there, but it got to that way later. When you think about an, a collegiate strength conditioning staff, I don't, you know, unless you're, like, actually looking at the staff directory, some colleges, say, let's just pick Baylor. Baylor has the biggest staff. Baylor has almost 20 people on their staff when it comes to sports performance. And yes, of course, that's also narrowed down to you got at least one coach for all 14 sports. But then you have a staff that are your nutritionist staff and they have their dietitian staff, which I didn't even realize until like, I don't know, like maybe it was like six years ago that that was two different things. I thought it was all the same thing. Um, but <laughs> I was like, this is, she was like, I'm a director of dietitian. I was like, oh, okay, so you work with nutrition. She's like, no, director of dietitian. I'm like, you got it. All right. Um, <laughs> but, I, you know, there's two different certifications, so you got to respect that. That's like calling a dancer or a cheerleader. You don't want to have that argument. Um, <laughs> but, like, uh, it, you know, that's the – you have when you have big systems like that when 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 you want to grow when you want to get bigger you have to think about it. you have to put different people in in charge to make sure it's growing like i don't want to sit there and be like in charge of volleyball be in charge of basketball be in charge of nutrition i you y'all are in charge of that because y'all can take over that and just go and just go with it and i'm just overseeing and be like hey y'all good all right perfect that's the that's the best way to make it work I don't need to sit there on top of you and be like, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. I mean, this is what you came to do. You came to do those separate things. So take it and run with it type deals. How we need, you know, that's how we're going to continue to do it. And then as we grow, we'll keep adding people to the staff. Uh, like, you know, who knows when maybe get Ryan to do gymnastics in there. I don't know, but like, it's the type of thing. Like you just think about like different little things. Um, like stuff like that. It's just, you know, that's just how to make the staff stronger, how to make grow you have. And then we have our little meetings and we make sure like everybody's on the same page as where we're going. Like we're in this last quarter of the year and we're trying to make sure we're going to end this year off with a bang because it is our first year actually being next little fit, even though we've been in two different facilities, it's just trying to like make sure, all right, how do we end 2020 off with a bang, even though it's been a crazy year Half of the year was like, like we're doing right now on Zoom calls. <laughs> but we're like, you know, we're making it, we're just trying to make it, make the staff better. Just make it grow, make it better. And everybody just functions together. And one thing, like speaking of the 2020, most of being Zoom, like as a brand new gym, we survived and made it through this as a brand new facility because of our coaching staff and how much we care and want to give back to y'all. That's what made us survive. And the fact that you guys are willing to communicate and do workouts through Zoom and work together with us to make you better. And that's like the big thing, I know, for me, too, with like with all the volleyball, you know, I'm basically I was basically sidelined for like two months. And it was it wasn't even about like it wasn't about a financial or time thing. It was just with everything, like you said, everything going on and then stayed in contact. And it was straight up like, you know, we're just want to, we want to do things by the books kind of thing. And then 
the moment everything opened back up and people felt comfortable, boom, everybody's back. And I think that was the one thing is we as a staff, and it's not just me, even though I'm, you know, if I'm in charge of volleyball or Lester's in charge of basketball, nutrition, so on, so on, you know, it's about the fact that we, we all had a part in creating that bond. Yeah. And I think that's huge just to go back and reiterate everything is everybody knows everybody that comes in from, you know, for training with me knows all of you. Everyone mm -hmm. that comes in for training with every single one of you knows all of us. And that's, and it's not the sole fact of like, and it's nothing to ISI, it's nothing to orange theory or anything like that, but it's not one of those things where we rotate in coaches. No, it's one of those things where we understand each other's coaching styles and it's, we adapt, we have adapted to each other. Yeah. We, we learn each other's terminology. We learn each other's vernacular, their habits, how you guys say and do things. And half the fun is mimicking it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, just, just to kind of give an example one day, um, well, I told you we all work other jobs outside of uh, this one. I got stuck at work. Um, and <laughs> the only person at the gym at the time was Ant. And I sent Ant a, a text message. Hey, man, I'm stuck at work, but I got somebody coming in at 6 o'clock. Can you take them until I get there? <laughs> and I get there. They're already working out. Like, they've already warmed up. They're already working out. And he's doing a great job with, you know, getting them going. Like, that's because of, like you said, we adapt. We learn each other. We are able to do that from one another. And like you also mentioned, you know, we're being adults about everything and helping each other out. So <laughs> that just kind of just gives you an example. <laughs> I mean, and the one thing is, like, I was mid-lift when you texted me. <laughs> that was the other thing. I was mid-lift. And that's one of those things people get just upset about. They're like, I, I can't do it. I'm, I got to stay focused. I have never until here been able to mentally shut off, go do something, and come back and get refocused into a lift. I've always had to stay yeah. in that one zone. And it was realizing that it's about – out, it's about everything outside of my circle and not my circle. Like once I got outside of my circle and I was good and I realized that if I just focused on other things that my circle would take care of itself and grow, that's where everything changed. That's, um, I mean, like, even like I used to be the same way with uh, workouts. Like I always say planned out my workout time, but now I've got to the point now it's just like, all right, you know, I'll try to get as much done. If I need to do half of it in the morning, the other half in the afternoon, or if I have to skip the whole day and I'll be like, you know what? I'm not going to die. Like, just just move on. You know, we got other stuff to take care of because we had we had to put these clients first. Uh, yeah. You know, and people always told me all the time when you're a coach and your clients will always take over your your coaching time. And a lot of people be like they laugh at that. But it's like if you realize, you know, the older some of the coaches get, there's a reason why they get a little bit bigger, because they had to put some of their stuff to the sideline to a certain degree. Uh, but is is that's what makes it fun because the clients are so willing if they miss a class time or uh, another client can't uh can't get there from for whatever reason they still want to come in no matter what but you're going to have to give your time up so that they can make sure that they're reaching their goals yeah um and, and also another thing too just to piggyback off of something else we were talking about uh just to think back as far as like how much next level fit has grown I remember, so this time last year, I was working out at the X gym with only five clients. 
we're gonna, and you know, Ant and I was like, we'll we'll meet up there like every not every morning, but like the mornings that he would have clients that he was doing drills and stuff because we was we was done. We had shut down HPC and I was in the crossroads trying to figure out what a new name was gonna be, what colors I was gonna choose, that was where rough, was, to say the yeah, least. Where was I gonna be? And like it felt like the longest three months of my life. I'm not even gonna lie. Like it just kind of like I was about to be at the point where I was just about to just give up and just be like, you know what? Time to go find a real job. Not that this is not a real job, but I mean, like, I'm going to go have to go work underneath somebody. Like, this doesn't feel like a real job because it, it, it's fun. Like, it don't feel like, like, oh, I got to get up in the morning. No matter if I don't go to bed until like 12 o'clock, like, I'm up at early, ready to get the day started for the, you know, my the first class starts at 515. So I'm like, mm. by the end of the week, I'm kind of drained, but I'm still like getting up. But when it was, Sorry. Yeah, it, it was just from to me, it just seemed like it was all perfect timing because, yeah. you know, I moved back up here because I moved back home to Aiken for a while and I moved back up here um, in November, November 2nd of last year. Um, not even realizing that HPC had like wasn't together anymore. Um, and then by the time I realized that, I realized that, you know, you were trying to open up a new spot mm -hmm. and me and Matt had already been talking about, you know, trying to see what we can do as far as getting into a gym, getting into the fitness industry, because we already knew we were coaches and we wanted to, we just had to find a location, but I knew you was trying to open up a spot and I just messaged you not even thinking that I would ever, we would all just join together. I was thinking, well, he's a coach. He needs help. Maybe whenever I decide to get my spot, he can come help me too. Um, you know, just as like we talked before, when we first did this, one person scratched your back, uh, they scratch yours kind of thing. Everyone scratching each other back kind of thing. I didn't even realize that we all were going to end up coaching at the same spot. I was just like, okay, I talked, me and Matt talked, let's go help him out. See if we can help him get going. Um, yeah. and then we ended up helping you get going. And then that's when the back scratching came kind of fast. It was like, well, you can just kind of stay here and do your coaching here. <laughs> well, so it was, came kind of fast. <laughs> it's, it's so crazy to think. Cause like we said, about a year ago, I literally, he came home from when they've been helping you. And I was like, what are you doing? He's like, I've been helping San Antonio get a new spot going. He's like, oh, I texted you and you're like, Hey, I need someone to paint the gym. I was like, okay. <laughs> like, it started as like me coming to help you paint the new spot. Uh -huh. And then it ended up, you know, Thanksgiving morning, all of us are in the gym at six o'clock. Yeah. Eating little like sandwich stuff, sitting on the floor in front of the microwave because there's nothing in there but a microwave and just waste everywhere. We were still cleaning up on Thanksgiving day. Uh, Thanksgiving morning, we were there at 6 a.m. to get stuff together because we all had to be home for dinner. Uh -huh. <laughs> it was, yeah, I mean, like, you know, it was crazy because, like I was saying, uh, we, I was sitting there just trying to think and I was like, man, you know, I don't know how I'm going to make this work when we finally got the place that we was going to do. And, you know, I knew I had Ant, and then, but Ant could only be there so often because he's teaching during the day. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna have to figure out how to get this place done. I had, you know, I had an intern, but at, at the same time, you can only burn an intern out so much. So I was like, I'm there, you know, I'm just going to have to figure this out. I'm sitting there praying. I'm like, all right, you know, I'll figure out the next day I get a text from Lester and I'm like, <laughs> Well, that was quick. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah, definitely come and come and help, come and help. You know, and, you know, I mean, I was like, I mean, I can't pay you anything, but you know, we can try to figure something out for the future, and you know, let's try to get you paid some way. And then, um, and then you was telling me about Matt, 
And then I was like, you know, Matt did help us. I mean, Matt helped us out with getting the first place done at HPC when we was, you know, getting the painting done, getting the certain things. And I was like, you know, I don't have an eye for that type of stuff. I can paint, of course, but like Matt knows exactly, you know, exactly how to do the trim. I might have paint on the like the, the little light switches and all type of stuff and just call it good. I wouldn't even care. I'm like, you know what? I'll get some paint in it later and it'll be all right. Whatever. But, <laughs> but like, you know, Matt comes in and helps out. And then Matt starts talking about um, he's wanting to get his certification for nutrition, which he does have now. And I was like, dude, I was like, I was sitting there thinking, I was like, all right, we can put this thing together exactly how we need to. I pitched it to you guys. I was like, you know, Ant's going to do his volleyball stuff because that's pretty much, I mean, that's where he's got his time wrapped up in because he's got his actual training plus his skills, plus the actual club team that he is in charge of, plus teaching. I was like, we can only use Ant for so much, but, you know, Ant's willing to help out however. You know, Lester and I, we kind of like tag team the classes and stuff like that because we were just starting out small at first. We just have classes and open gym. And then you got Matt with nutrition, and it was just all just coming together. And now looking at us a, a year, uh, you know, almost a year later at this point, we're uh, we're all like, you know, we're almost – to the point where we need to be, we're catching steam, we're rolling through, and we just, you know, just need to stay on the gas and not stop. I think that's one thing people miss is <clears throat> kind of all, how we've all said is the amount of time we have put in. No one knows about, no one has seen, unless they were directly involved. Like the endless, endless, endless hours of our off off days. And yeah. days that we were supposed to sleep in an extra, what, two hours, maybe? maybe. And you've got, we're in the weight, you're like, we're in the weight room. Like, I remember I came in just to move stuff and then wipe stuff down for an hour. And then I had to leave mm-hmm. to go teach. Or I had to go home or do something. Or I was leaving somewhere. And, you know, how many times did I was like, all right, cool. Just tell me when, when I got to be there. I'll cancel stuff and we'll move everything. You know, I had athletes like, all right, what do you need moved? You know, and that that speaks to us too. We have our clients coming in helping us. Uh-huh. We had a lot, yeah. We had a lot of help from clients. I mean, and it was weird because we was like, we would tell each other, be like, you know, hey, let's sleep in a little bit. You know, we'll come in around eight, and then like maybe I might get up early the next day, and I would get there like seven, and then like y'all would be there too, and I'm like, oh, I guess we're here. Like, <laughs> we're going to get started, and like we turned around. Like it took us we had a little bit more time to get the first place together. Uh, yeah. It took us about what, like a month to get it like rolling exactly the way we wanted it. Cause we still had to get a few pieces here. And we're also, we're still like trying to find little areas of money to like, I'm trying to work, but it's also winter time. Uh, you know, we're trying, we got like my investment money that I'm not trying to use completely all of trying to use where we can. And then, you know, we got it all together. But this new place, we put this thing together in two weeks. <laughs> it was like it. We was we was in and out of there. Like we'll like like look at all right. This is where we put this. This is where we're gonna put this. That took us almost a month to do that. And then like once we got the keys and everything, it was like two weeks, and it was like all right, we're done. Uh, all right, get it in there. You talking about tired? Like. We were all just looking at each yeah. other this bags. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think by the time, I think the two funniest things I remember, one was when the court came in and I get a text from San Juan. After two and a half hours, that was a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> and, then, and then sitting there with Matt, I'm in the same thing. And this is what people realize. I'm in the middle of lift and Matt's drilling the holes for, now mind you, 
10 inch sleeve, three and a half inches in diameter, straight into concrete and dirt. Matt just going, I'm going to start now. Tearing <laughs> everything out. And I'm like, okay, I got cleans. I'll be right back. And, you know, all you hear is that going through the whole gym. No one cares. That's the best part. No one cares. And so I do my set. I walk back over, get the vacuum, clean up everything, go back, do another set, come back, clean up everything. And that was just how it was for like, what, two hours? And then yeah. it was us just, I mean, literally sitting Indian style on the ground going, okay, that's good. That's good. <laughs> and then, you know, we just got to the point where like, it's not a big deal. No. Yeah, it was and the big thing is just trying to get the place to where we want it to be. And and people see it like they they enjoy the process of they understand like we're constantly trying to change not necessarily change the gym because the way the gym is set up is the way it's set up, but we're trying to, you know, keep it looking good. We we're we're investing in, you know, changing the morale as, as like, okay, there's gonna be new pieces that's coming to the gym. There's gonna be we're gonna eventually we're gonna change out equipment and and it's all gonna be all one set of equipment rather than being, you know, certain little pieces of this and this and that. I mean, everything we have in the gym looks great. Don't get me wrong. But eventually what we're trying to evolve to is like, all right, oh man, they might be sponsored by Rogue or something. They might be sponsored by Soarness, whoever we decide to go with. Like we have, we've all worked in bigger companies type deals. Uh, Ant and I worked in the collegiate side of things where we've been in college weight rooms. And that's always been my goal. Like we talked about the IMG Academy. What we're trying to do is I want people to understand like everything that comes with the gym, with the weights, everything is going to be branded. Like when you see a picture, you're like, oh yeah, that's next level fit. Like that's, that's how it's going to be. Like what other gym has a blue floor? I still get, I still get people that message us about that blue floor all the time. Like they're like, that blue floor looks great. I'm like, yeah, it does, doesn't it? Wish you <laughs> uh -huh. Like the cycle back through, like we were saying earlier. The client's not caring about us making all that noise it's because they know what we're doing in there, doing these renovations or trying to improve the gym. Mm -hmm. um, we're doing it to make their, their time there better and to improve their goals. So they're okay with us making that noise. And they'll come over and they were joking around with me. Hey, man, I didn't know you were in a hammer drill for a living. Like just messing around with me, joking around, which is fine. But they know we're doing this to improve the gym so that they can get their results better and faster be honest you know like if we and we really want to do it we can probably make a move in in a construction company we'll have a little side gig <laughs> <laughs> I'm still down i'm still down to do our food delivery business telling you. <laughs> and i don't want to give don't don't give the name away because i want to keep it secret but i still think it could work I still think it work. We have to talk to Mitsubishi about about trying to license it, but I still think it's possible. Hey, hey, you know, it actually might be with you know the way things are. We know, you know, a curbside, uh, what is it called, hands free delivery or whatever. Like we might make it work. We're delivering protein shakes and whatever else. Oh man, that'd be we. Oh my gosh, that'd be perfect. <laughs> Pre made meals. We could. I mean, basically run it as like a a, a middleman through like clean eats. Yeah, that's how you do it. We uh -huh. can do that. So, all right. Well, I'm gonna we're gonna cut this right here because I know we're about to run run to an hour. 
So, but um, that's going to be our first first episode of Coach's Corner. Uh, we're going to try and do this every Sunday if we can. Um, I know when January rolls around, I'll be gone a few weeks, but um, we're going to try and do it every Sunday, Saturday, something like that. And then if anyone's got any topics, anything, you know, bring them to us. We're going to have our own stuff we're going to talk about, but uh, that's going to conclude us for today. So thank you guys. I appreciate it. And uh, that's it. Peace.